Good morning, Steve Dale's Pet World on WGN with Dr. Lori Teller. Now, I've been doing this on this radio show. Oh, gosh, I think as long as I've been doing this radio show, Dr. Teller, that is over 20, something years. And it's been a while where I've talked to the AVMA president for resolutions regarding pets. First of all, to you and your family, Happy New Year. But what should we do? Pets are family. So what should we do? Pay attention for 2023. What is your number one resolution? Well, first, Steve, I want to say happy holidays to you and your family, and I want to congratulate you on winning the American Veterinary Medical Association's inaugural Excellence in Media Award. Um, completely well-deserved, so congratulations to you for that. Oh, I, I, I'm going to stop there before we go into these, because uh, I've not talked about this much on the radio. Okay. Uh, clearly, one of the great honors of my career that I think my gosh, how can I top that? And it yeah. comes from the American Veterinary Medical Association, uh, which is the overriding, watching everything in veterinary medicine, uh, which makes it even more special to me um, and given to me in part by Dr. Janet Donlan, the executive director, who's a dear friend. That makes it even more special. And uh, it's like, I mean, when I was told about this, Dr. Teller, I thought, oh, my gosh, is uh, I'm not old enough, uh, possibly. Uh, do these guys know something? I mean, and the award is being named for me. Now, the only time, to my it knowledge, is. yeah, that the AVMA has ever done that was uh, the, I'm trying to think of it here, the Humane. The Bustad Award. Yeah, thank yeah. you. The, the, yeah. the Dr. Bustad Award. And I said, look what happened to him. So. Uh, <laughs> Well, we, we hope nothing um, happens to you anytime soon other than you get to continue doing your wonderful um, radio programming and educating the public on all things about their pets. Well, so thank you. We're, we're, we're honored to give you that, and thank you very much. Oh, well, it's I who thank you. All right, now, back to back the resolution. <laughs> yeah, number one on that list. Number one is going to be preventive care. Um, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. You cannot find anything better that you can do for your pet than preventing a problem in the first place. So make sure your pet is vaccinated against um, the necessary diseases based on your pet's lifestyle and life stage and is on heartworm prevention, flea and tick prevention, um, is on regular internal parasite control. All of those things will help your pet live longer happier, and will help you not have a more expensive veterinary bill. So there's a couple things that come to mind, and I agree, of course, it's wonderful what you're saying, but, um, and I've been talking about this, as you know, for many, many years, about the importance of preventive care. I've been involved with the American Veterinary Medical Association, other groups, about communicating to the public about this issue. Uh, and, And people sometimes reply to me, well, I know when my pet is not feeling well, and I don't need to go in unless my pet is not feeling well. And right now, it seems everything's fine, even though I haven't been to the veterinarian in, say, three years. And I reply, how do you know? I mean, can you do blood work in your kitchen? I mean, how, how do you know that that's the case? So that's, that's one question I have for you about that. So that's, you're, you're exactly right. Um, people don't know, and particularly when it comes to our pets, 
they are so good at hiding symptoms. Um, that's what cats, they're, they're notorious for their ability to hide an illness until it's so far down the road. And even our dogs, um, they don't want us to be sad um, or, or to worry about them, so they hide illnesses as well. And it's just, there's some things that you cannot pick up without a hands-on physical exam and some screening, blood work, uh, in some cases, maybe some, some imaging, x-rays, ultrasound, those kinds of things. And that's really when you can get a much better overall picture of your pet's health. So just between us, tell me the truth. Have Because you also have a practicing veterinarian who sees who sees companion animals on a regular basis. Have you seen, for years, have you seen a dog or a cat come in where you may not say it to the client this way, but you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I could have cured, I could have prevented had I known. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, there's some diseases that we know we can't cure, but we can definitely intervene much earlier in the course of the disease to help the animal stay more comfortable and to live longer in a more comfortable and have a good quality of life. Um, A perfect example is kidney disease. And a lot of times, by the time the dog or cat is showing symptoms, it's very advanced. It could be stage three or stage four. And at that point, um, intervention becomes much more challenging. And we know that the pet's lifespan has been shortened. If we can catch something like that early, uh, before the pet is really showing symptoms that an owner would pick up on, we can do so much more and potentially give that pet many more years to live. All right. So that is number one. Number two resolution from Dr. Lori Teller, president of the American Veterinary Medical Association. Manage your pet's weight. Obesity is the number one health problem impacting our dogs and cats right now. And it can have such devastating consequences. Um, It impacts a pet's mobility. It exacerbates arthritis. It can impact heart disease, liver disease. Uh, And our pets may just feel sluggish and not feel as great because they're obese and it's hard to get up and move around. And so let's get that weight off. Eating better, exercising more, those can all have such a tremendous impact, again, on our pet's health. So um, I'm on the board of the Association for uh, Pet Obesity Prevention, a nonprofit that I'm sure you're very familiar with. And uh, according to the data, at least 60% of indoor cats are overweight or obese, about half of all dogs the same. Uh, And as a result of that, I could rattle off a list of issues, but what comes to mind first is that uh, as a result of that, a direct result, no question about it, diabetes is an epidemic in cats. If they weren't overweight or obese, for the kind of diabetes cats get, we wouldn't see anywhere near as much. You are absolutely correct. Uh, Cats are are mostly prone to type 2 diabetes, which is the one that's non-insulin dependent. If an owner can get that weight off the pet and get the cat on an appropriate diet, Um, This is frequently a canned, high-protein diet, um, and then just making sure they're exercising, uh, eating them according, eating food according to what your veterinarian recommends, and even if they have to start on insulin, we can get them into remission and off of insulin, but if we can't get that weight off, then they're going to continue to be diabetic, and after so many months, 
it, it may not be possible to to get them into remission. Yes, and also I would argue that so many cats and dogs can't be cats and dogs if they're obese. Here's what I'm talking about. It is fundamental if you're a cat to simply be able to groom yourself. I mean, cats are oh, yeah. hardwired, right? But you can't yeah. if you can't reach yourself to groom yourself because there's so much weight in between. For dogs, uh, I don't know, I'll take a, a, a border collie or, or a very active working dog like that that's hardwired to work outside. And they, if they can't run, if they can't herd something, then again, it is, in my view, a reason why, and you tell me if I'm over, going overboard here, maybe I am, these animals could be clinically depressed. Well, since we don't know if we can diagnose clinical depression in our animals, I don't know that I'll say that. But we can say that it does impact their quality of life, which includes their mood, um, their social interactions, their activity levels, how they feel. Um, And lounging around all day in bed really is not what dogs and cats were meant to do. Um, they, they do want some activity. They do want to, to walk and to play. And that's a lot harder to do when you're carrying around a lot of extra pounds. All right. We're going to be back with more of those resolutions with the president. Yeah, we don't get the vice president. We don't get the co-chair of a committee. We get the president of the American Veterinary Medical Association, Dr. Lori Teller. And we'll be back in a moment on WGN. Dr. Lori Teller, president of the American Veterinary Medical Association. Congratulations, by the way, on this position, fairly new for you. And uh, you're president for, what, 22 years? <laughs> My husband hopes not. Um, no, I'm president for a, for a year, and it's wonderful. It's such an honor. It's so exciting uh, to be able to interact with my colleagues. Uh, and the public. I just love the opportunity to, to be able to chat with people who, who love animals of all kinds and hear their thoughts as well. So I, I, I'm very blessed. Well, I'll tell you, so I've known every president of the AVMA for many years, and I don't even know you that well, but here's what I do know, that when it comes to interacting with the public, doing interviews like this or directly interacting with pet parents, boy, this is right that's in your wheelhouse, you know, and not every AVMA president that's been the case. So that's, I think that's a good thing at the very right time, actually. So we continue with resolutions for 2023. I can't believe I'm saying 2023. I think we're at number three, Dr. Teller. I think you're right. And my third resolution is to brush your pet's teeth. So Dental care is so vitally important. Our pets live longer now. Um, they, they can't brush their teeth, and they get a lot of dental disease, um, particularly plaque and tartar that builds up under the gum line. They can get abscesses. They get broken teeth. And so the first thing to do if your dog is starting out young, of course, is just start brushing your pet's teeth. Your veterinarian will be happy to show you how to do that. And if your pet is older and already has some plaque and tartar built up, then get a professional cleaning first. Get all of that off. Know that you're starting with clean teeth. And then your veterinarian can show you how to brush those teeth and help uh, prevent more plaque and tartar buildup and hopefully then prolong the time before another dental procedure is needed. Uh, this is, this is it, it sounds hard. It's really not. Most dogs are very tolerant of this. 
Some cats are tolerant. That may be a bigger challenge, uh, but definitely worth starting, uh, especially if you have a young cat at home. You know, it's another conversation, but you can train a cat to do this uh, or to tolerate it, if not even enjoy it, which, again, is a longer conversation. I want to make a point of something that if you don't brush those teeth, that bacteria, the plaque and the tartar, the bacteria and all that, it doesn't stay only in the gums, does it? No, it does not. It actually can get into the bloodstream and go to other organs in the body. I've actually seen this happen. I had a dog with a significant heart murmur, and that murmur was caused by the bacteria from the dog's tartar um, attaching to the valves of the heart. And when we cleaned this dog's teeth, got rid of all of that, and did an appropriate course of antibiotics, the dog's heart murmur went away. Um, that, that's obviously a major success story and, and not quite as common, but it can cause, um, it can impact heart disease and kidney disease in our pets. And one more thing uh, that comes to mind regarding toothbrushing, people ask me all the time, I'm going to use my toothpaste. Uh, you know, one concern about that is something called xylitol, uh, which is a sugar substitute that might be in our toothpaste. Uh, we're better off. In fact, let me rephrase that. We're, it's necessary to use a toothpaste that's made for pets, correct? Absolutely. Um, for two reasons. So the xylitol one, most definitely xylitol can, can kill a dog, just a small dose, um, can kill a, a large size retriever within 48 hours, and we don't want that. The other is the fluoride. Mm. Um, super important for us because we're prone to cavities, but dogs and cats really don't get cavities and they don't know to rinse and spit. And so fluoride um, can build up and become toxic as well. So use a toothpaste made for dogs and cats. Um, There's a reason why it's made for them. It meets the needs um, that they have to reduce plaque and tartar, and it doesn't matter if they can spit it out or not. The next resolution, I think, is to teach the radio show host how to count. One, two, three, four! Four! (laughs) We're at number four. What is that? Um, well, you know what we can do is we can teach a dog a new trick, and that's how to count. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I would say behavior. So you can teach an old dog new tricks, and this is a tremendous way to also improve their quality of life. Um, dogs and cats can, can learn lifelong, and so maybe your pet never had any obedience training. Well, there's no reason to 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 not do it now. So that's a place to start. But if your pet does already know basic obedience, then let's build on that. Um, They can learn some other new tricks. You could take them to an agility class or a flyball class. That's exercise and mental stimulation in that. And then as you pointed out earlier, you can teach cats tricks too. They can really easily be clicker trained um, for a food reward or extra attention, whatever it is that your cat craves. And again, such a mental stimulation. They'll really engage in that, um, improves their social ability, their mood, their sleep, everything. I agree with all that, but here's a resolution from me that I think you'll agree with. Anytime, anytime you see a change in your pet's behavior, don't go to Dr. Google, don't ask the dude at the dog park or whoever. Really see your veterinarian because there may be a medical explanation that's causing the problem or contributing anyway to the problem. And without fixing that, for example, we talked about diabetes in cats, right? So a cat urinating outside the litter box, that might be the issue. So you could have 54 litter boxes, you still need to address the problem. 
Completely agree. Any behavior change warrants a, a visit with your veterinarian. Cats absolutely not using their litter box, especially if they've been good. There's probably going to be an underlying medical or behavioral problem, and the sooner that gets addressed, the more the, the more easily can we correct that problem so that you're not getting frustrated with your cat and it's using the, the litter box again. Um, other changes, dogs can suffer from cognitive dysfunction, um, a kind of dementia similar to Alzheimer's in people, and you may start noticing some changes in your pet, um, pacing at night, barking, those kinds of things that are not normal. And the sooner that we are made aware of that, there are things that we can help do to, to slow down the progress of that disease as well. And then, of course, anxiety has been a problem in our pets, um, especially during pandemic. Yeah. And there are things we can do to help address that, too. All right. Perfect. Dr. Lori Teller, president of the American Veterinary Medical Association. For more, check out avma.org. Dr. Teller, thank you. Thank you. Y'all have a great 2023. You know, at the end of every year or the beginning of a new year, there are lists that always come out. So here's one of those lists from Trupanion. That's a pet insurance company. Uh, for 2022, the most popular cat names and the most popular dog names and cat breeds and dog breeds. Now, this is based on their insurers. So this isn't based on all pets, but being maybe the top, I don't know, probably uh, the top pet insurer, it's a significant a sampling. So here they are. The 10 most popular cat names for 2022. Number 10, Willow. Number 9, Lily. Number 8, Moki. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Number 7, Charlie. And if you're good friends, I suppose Chuck. Number 6 is Bella. Number 5, Leo. Number 4, Milo. Number 3, Loki. Isn't that an Avenger, I think? Number two, Oliver. And the most popular cat name, 2022, Luna. Dog names, the most popular. Number 10, Max. Previously, incidentally, at number one. Number nine, Teddy. Number eight, Bailey. Number seven, Cooper. Cooper's been on this list forever. Number six, Lucy. Also has been on this list for a long time. Number five, Milo. But where's Fido? or Fluffy, or Snoopy. <laughs> They're not here anymore. Uh, number four, Daisy. Number three, Bella. Number two, Charlie, also on the cat list. And number one, the number one dog name, oh, this is shocking, is the same as the number one cat name. Who knew that that could ever happen? That is Luna. <laughs> I love that. Cats and dogs apparently get along better than we ever thought. So what are the most popular breeds? I will do the top five for cats and the top five for dogs. Cats. Number five, Siamese. Number four, Bengal. Number three, Maine Coon. Number two, Ragdoll. And number one, American Shorthair, which is interesting. Ragdoll previously, I think, was number one. Maine Coon, number two. So American Shorthair takes over in the cat world. How about the dogs? The top five. Labradoodle, number five. Oh, right. Labradoodles aren't a breed. It's really a mix between poodles and Labradors, but, oh, whatever. Number four, French Bulldog. Number three, Golden Retriever. And here we go again. Number two, Golden Doodles. Popular, yes. Trendy, yes. A real breed. Well, 
maybe in 20 years or so, but not yet. And number one, the Labrador Retriever American Kennel Club has had them on their list as number one for like 28 years or some such thing. So same on this list, number one, the Labrador Retriever. Please have a happy and healthy new year. We will talk to you next week with Carol Baskin, remember from the Tiger King, who helped get the Big Cat Public Safety Act passed. We'll talk about why that's important bright and early next week on WGN.